so we spoke quite a lot about you and your music and your thoughts about music in part one um and one of the things that i find really fascinating is how i think music makes memories and that i'm more likely to remember an event or just not necessarily an event just a time or a small funny family memory if it's somehow connected to music and that looking back at a memory it seems so much clearer and they're often triggered by songs do you find that yeah i completely agree um so recently i've actually been listening um back to an album that i was listening to when i was actually quite ill when i really wasn't very well mentally and it's really different now when i'm listening to it it's really interesting how different i feel about the album yeah i um i did the same as you in fact just after christmas i found a playlist i made in 2012 and the songs then that I'd completely forgotten about now and they just took me back to moments from that year and it was like I was reliving it again. I was sat in the sun just listening, jamming away and it just has such a power to transform you and transport you back to a specific moment. And when you're writing a song, is it influenced by a moment or do you... Like, where do you begin when you're about to write something new? So, very much depends on how I'm feeling. Recently, I've been writing a lot of lyrics. I've written so many lyrics that I actually need to go through them in order to sort of piece them together to make a song. Wow. I've just been writing sort of random things and I've got these massive like A3 pages just like full of words and I don't really know what to do with them right now. <laughs> well, it's better to have too many than none at all. Well, exactly, I was like, because that's the thing I began to stop myself from writing certain things and I was like but what's the use in that I might as well write it down and then later on I can come back and get rid of it so I was just letting it sort of flow and just writing as, as much as I wanted and so I need to go back through and sort of pick which ones I want and that's the same with sort of any like little hums that I have or any little tunes I've got so many recordings on my phone none of which have um have labels or any like any titles so I've got no idea what they are so I basically need to go back through all of them and figure out which ones I want to keep and which ones I don't <laughs> and I'll be honest I'm not looking forward to that because there are so many of them. <laughs> You're up to like new recording 77 you know on your voice notes. <laughs> don't and there are so many of them and I'm like past Megan why did you not just give them a title that wouldn't have been that hard just to like give them a name but you didn't. Hey-ho. Hey-ho. And do you find that you tend to capture feelings or, like, moments or people or places? Is it, like, how do you go about capturing those things in... Is it the melody or is it the lyrics? And then, like, what comes first, I guess, is what I'm guessing or asking. So that's, as I said, it, it does depend. I think at the moment, a lot of the time, the lyrics are coming first, but I have... In the past, I have definitely written melodies and then put lyrics to them afterwards. It, it depends on the song. Um, I think a lot of my early songs are all about my... Uh, my uh, I, I'm, I'm using the word love life very loosely because the point is there was no love life. But it was me, it was me you know, pining for... I think for, for like validation from others in, in, a, like, in a romantic way. 
and um and I realized now actually it was it was quite unhealthy sort of how I used to be like really do things in order to try and impress boys which was just really stupid because why why would I need that kind of validation I think now that I'm older I'm realizing that the only validation I really need is from myself preach yes amen (laughs) I want to talk about how we can use music as a superpower so I genuinely believe that music is like one of the most influential things to our lives other than our surroundings and the people and places that we put each other in music just has so much influence on absolutely everything and I think especially with mental health there is such a clear link I'm obviously you know this you've experienced this do you think I'm I use the word toolkit loosely, but do you think that in a way you can create a kind of toolkit from playlists and different albums to actually tackle mental health? Yeah, for sure. I think, as you said before, sometimes you just need to put on some feel-good music in order to lift yourself up out of it a little bit. I know for me personally, when when I'm not feeling great, I, I actually don't typically flock to music. I actually use audio books I like I like having something on in the background but I I think sometimes if I'm doing things I don't want the music to distract me so much <laughs> so I like having just to sort of even if it's a, an audiobook that I've listened to hundreds and hundreds of times it's nice to just have it on in the background because I'd, I'd find that I don't typically like being in silence when I'm on my own I am exactly the same I have any radio station on rather than silence I just find I get lost in my own head when it's not like you say, I need a distraction. I don't, I'm not really sure how much you're aware, but I have obviously had a pretty tough year. And I think I'm not the only one, everyone has, like COVID has hit everyone so differently. And we've all had such a unique experience of lockdown. Um, And I had a really interesting conversation with someone the other day, actually, that in 40 years time, and we're looking, hopefully, fingers crossed, we are looking back at COVID as a distant memory. It will be fascinating to think and understand how people look back at lockdown, because, you know, we all have had such unique experiences being on our own. Um, But I think I've definitely used music as a form of escapism as well. And actually... To to be in lockdown is one thing, but then I still kind of felt trapped in the world and in the news and everything. But when I could play music, it gave me this sense of freedom and escapism and to put your headphones in. And that act of actually putting your headphones on and blocking out the world was really freeing. As as a artist, do you think that there's... I mean do you feel a certain responsibility I I do and I think that's also why in the past I've had to take a step back because I I almost feel this pressure to keep to keep churning out tunes and to keep to keep providing people with what they want but at the end of the day it's it's not really for them it's for me it's 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 something that has always been for me and it's nice that I share it with other people but at the end of the day, it's it's my music and it's something that I'm doing for myself. It's it's not really for other people. Yeah, it's and so- personal and it's private, 
but I think in a way it's also like a gift because whatever you put out there is a gift to someone else they don't you don't owe anyone anything but it is you know you're you're gifting them with your beautiful songs <laughs> no I've, I've definitely felt the pressure in the past particularly and totally out of love people will be like oh when's when's your next song going on soundcloud and immediately i'm like ah because i haven't i haven't you know i haven't been uploading things and so recently um i uploaded just a very mellow version of forget you just because i was having a little jam in my bedroom then i just thought you know what i actually quite like the way this is sounding i'm just gonna put it online and so i haven't i haven't really been on social media at the moment i've been having a little break while it's been my easter break and um and so when i get back on i'm i'm excited to get sharing some music again i'm excited to hear it and i must admit i listened to forget you just before you joined this podcast i thought it was beautiful so there you go some live live feedback um but let's talk about how was there ever a time when you have used music to kind of get you through the tough situations almost as a form of therapy yeah well I think the song that I actually sang for you it's it is that one definitely helped me get through some rough times I think for me the song sort of captures I think in my head when I'm singing it I imagine that I'm like sat on a train and I'm like looking out across sort of a, a very beautiful perhaps I mean I go along whenever I visit Plymouth I go on the train and you go by this really beautiful like bay and um and you can see all the houses in the distance and particularly when it's like near sunset the sun will just be shining across and it's just it's so beautiful and so calming and I've I've definitely listened to the song while I've been like going across on the train before and I think that is for me that is what it is that's that's just I don't know why but that's that's just for me that is the song and then there's also another one that I've written that it talks about how it is called almost and um in the lyrics it talks about being almost happy and how we're sort of I'm always at this curve of being almost something and then by the end of the song I say actually this is okay almost is enough I love that I really really love that um would there as someone who you know you do speak out you you are honest but you never i would never describe it as telling people how to do something it's just showing how you do something but would you have any tips of how from your experiences your use of music how to get through bad mental health when you're not in a bad well when you are in a in a rough way no i think honestly for me the the, the best thing was to ask for help. I think that really is the most important thing. I think when when I have been feeling low, it's so important to tell others how you're feeling because I think if you're suffering on your own, it makes it 10 times worse because a problem shared really is a problem halved. I think I'm very, very lucky in that I've got very supportive family. I've got a wonderful boyfriend. I've got lots of lovely friends who I can turn to in times of trouble. And so I think I, I would urge you anybody who is not feeling good please 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 just tell someone because if you haven't told anybody how you're feeling they're not going to know I know it's I know that we as humans we like to think that other people know what's going on for us but everybody has their own lives inside their heads and I think for me that was something that's so fascinating that 
all of these people who I walk past on the street have their own lives. How crazy is that? Like, and they think to the same degree that I think. And I'm just like, what, how do we all have, have all of these thoughts? Like, it's just so insane. Um, but I think a lot of the time, a lack of communication and, you know, people not, not being honest about how they feel can lead to like an even further decline in mental health. And I think it's so important that we're, we're always there for each other and that we're, we're talking about these things that need to be spoken. And there's always going to be a stigma I think, at the moment. I think particularly in an older generation, I think I've definitely noticed a stigma being attached. But I think a lot of the time for people our age, perhaps not everybody, but I'd like to think that, that within our generation, there are a lot more people who are trying to talk about these things. And that's it's so important. And I'm so glad that people are opening up online in a way that they haven't before. Wow. This has been absolutely fascinating. I have thoroughly enjoyed speaking to you about so many different areas of music and life in general. Um, but are you ready to get the answer to the fear of the week? I'm sure you've been waiting with bated breath. So. I really have, because I know that I was terribly wrong, so I, I can't <laughs> wait to find It's actually a lot more simple than you thought it would be. Um, so you said ligorophobia or ligyrophobia is the fear of legs but it is actually the fear of loud music oh yeah yeah what can i say yeah people have a full-on phobia of loud music so that's no fun poor people yeah i don't i don't think they'd be suited to uni life no but anyway just a little fact for you you're very welcome (laughs) and as always to finish it is time to ask you about your postcard we are partnered with the bounce back club and as usual we have made you your postcard so if you could send a postcard from your current self to yourself at any age past present or future what age would you send it to and what message would you say and this is Megan's answer so my my quote on the front is acceptance comes from within and I think for for me it really has been a process of sort of learning more about myself and I think as I said earlier on I thought I knew everything at 16 how wrong I was (laughs) and I think particularly having had poor mental health I think I have learned a lot more about myself over the last few years because I I went through a period of where I I began uh, life at drama school and then I had to drop out because I wasn't well enough to go and I think that year at home where I was just effectively forced to get better it was it was difficult but I learned a lot more about myself I learned a lot more about my body about sort of how it feels to when I'm tired how it feels when I'm energized and I think a lot of the time it's important to be like in tune with how you're feeling and to know your limits and I think even now there are there are times when I I struggle to know my limits but a lot that I've become a lot better at it so I think I would send my postcard to 16 year old me I really do think I would I think it would it would be back to the beginning of my my mental health and actually around the same time my music journey And I think 
I would I would want to know that things aren't going to be okay because I think I was just so confused at this time about how how everything was going to fall into place and so on the back of my postcard it says little Megs would be so proud of you right now <laughs> um because which melts my heart yeah and I I think I think about it I've been thinking about it a lot recently a lot more about my inner child and sort of treating myself the way that I would treat my friends because I think I have a very harsh inner critic and sometimes you just need to be reminded that actually you wouldn't talk to your friends like this and so why why are you talking to yourself like that and so I think it's it's work I've done with many different counsellors and people who I've seen they just say you need to think about the way that that you're talking to yourself would would you say these things to somebody you love and I and immediately you go no of course I wouldn't and so why, why are you saying these things to yourself how beautiful and what is just to sum up at the end of the episode what is next for meg's meg's Blair? so well who knows to be honest i mean i'm, I'm very excited about uh things to come in the future i'm haven't been doing a lot of music recently as i said but i'm I, it's it's in in the works we've got many oh. lyrics we've got tunes we just need to combine them together into something really beautiful. Um, so I've, I've already decided I'm gonna be uploading more on SoundCloud just because I'm, I'm always worried about it being a finished product. Whereas recently with Forget You, I literally just recorded it on my phone and that's, that's fine. People still enjoy music, even if it's not professionally recorded. So I need, to, I need to not worry about that and just put music out there because I, I had a really lovely chat with one of my housemates and he was like, if you haven't, he was like, if you put stuff out there somebody might listen to it and like you know until you've got stuff out there there's there's not going to be anything to listen to and I was like you're right I need to just suck it up and do it and he's just put stuff out there so that is the I love that what a perfect attitude to come out of covid with this fighting spirit and I cannot wait to hear what is to come what is the going to be all of these fabulous uploads Thank you again for joining. And do you want to just plug your social a little bit? What, where can we find you? Sure. Um, so my Instagram is MegsBlair underscore. And I talk a lot about my mental health and my music on there. Um, I, I would say that is the best place to follow for updates and things. I also have a SoundCloud, which is Megan Blair Music. Um, and that is where I will be uploading lots of exciting things soon. So give it a follow and uh, let me know what you think. So that is it for this absolutely insane episode. I think you'll all agree that Megan is a ugh, just one of the one of the good eggs in this world, and she she's been through so much. She's so talented, and thank you so much for sharing all of that wonderful insight with my lovely listeners. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. You can find so much more of Megan and not only her content, but also her incredible songs. She does originals and covers and they're just the perfect listen to. So go and check her out on SoundCloud give her some love, follow and subscribe to her channel and hopefully see you all again next week. Um, We have some more wonderful wishes and yeah, 
that's that's all for today thank you so much again for listening thank you for joining us megan and see you all next tuesday